good evening. Um, it is five minutes to 11 on Monday, the 3rd of May, 2021. And um, this is the first podcast after like a year of being in podcasting. Um, that's massively pretentious to kind of call it podcasting, to say that I am in podcasting. Um, I'm not sure that's, that's strictly, well, I mean, it's factual, factually, factually, factually correct, but, um, I would say kind of from a, you know, spiritually, I don't think we can really call it podcasting. It's more kind of, you know, um, uh, laboring, laboring through, uh, via the, via the internet. Don't even know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, we're here still. (laughs) And so are you somehow miraculously. Um, and I suppose I wanted to kind of say thank you for listening for, for this amount of time. Some, I know some of you have been listening since the very start. Um, kind of thinking particularly, particularly, Jesus, about um, young George and some of his cohorts who you uh, who you had the pleasure of listening to last time round in the round table. Um, <laughs> but I figured I should probably kind of actually, you know, have a moment of gratitude now because it didn't really happen in the round table. Um, you know, we all got a little drunk, um, which, you know, sounds like I'm trying to be cool. And that's in reality, I kind of just, I got things just sort of escalated to a point where, uh, you know, I, I just found myself walking around with, um, with my phone out and recording people and asking them, uh, you know, how many do not how many do it, duvets how many uh how many pillows do they sleep with um and you know as much as that's an important question and we and we do need answers for and by all means you know send them to me in the post um uh <laughs> yeah it is odd but yeah i just wanted to thank you for listening to the podcast we're gonna keep going forever i guess you know, I don't know at what point this finishes because it's sort of not really a story. There is no clear, you know, narrative thread that we're following at this point. It's basically just, you know, following. Uh, we're we're basically just kind of in a maze, and I'm and I'll just eventually die, and the podcast will die as well, um, which is pretty morbid, but. I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am trying a slightly different um, recording kind of method today. I am <laughs> currently sat on a sofa. The cat's next to me and she's pretty perturbed by the operation because what I've done is I've brought my whole duvet downstairs. 
and I'm kind of recording in this uh, this makeshift uh, duvet tent studio, which um, I have heard people are using on their sort of their Zoom podcasts at the moment. Um, now, of course, I don't really have an excuse because this isn't on Zoom. I just don't have a good microphone. So me having my duvet on over my head and, you know, essentially creating a sauna, because um, that's what it is. It's roasting hot in here, and I, I don't know if you can hear it in my breath, but um, <laughs> I'm there's not. it feels like we're lacking oxygen at this point. So I'm not sure what the... You know, I'm not sure what Fern Cotton and Russell Brand are doing in their, you know, duvet forts to kind of maintain their own breath. But I'm um, I'm struggling with five minutes in. Um, yeah, it was. I believe it was the Fern it was the Fern Cotton Happy Place podcast with Russell Brand, which I think is a quite old actually. But I listened to it I've recently. Gotten into fern cotton's podcast um i think when i was kind of a younger a younger lad and probably more you know exciting and cool to be around i um i don't know if i would have had too much time for fern cotton i think she was fine i i guess i grew up with her a little bit um you know she's always been on tv um and radio for that matter. Um, and I kind of, I guess I maybe took her presence f- for granted, but I think it's interesting as well because based on kind of the podcast, it sounds as though she was maybe, you know, not necessarily in the happiest of places, even though, uh, pardon the pun, <laughs> uh, even though, uh, you know, she was seemingly just a rich and famous young person. Um, but yeah, I listened to a podcast a bit. I mean, I've heard about five episodes at this point and I've kind of cherry picked to find people who I'm interested in listening to. Um, and, um, she kind of, I don't know, she has kind of a normal approach to like just being, uh, you know, looking after your mind in a way. And it's just quite calming. It's quite chilling. And I enjoy it. <laughs> Not chilling in a, you know, like a scary, like a Hitchcock way. Chilling as in like a, you know, I don't need to tell you what chilling means. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah. Uh, I So anyway, through listening to her podcast, it was that she was she was doing it in her uh, in her one. She she was kind of recording in a duvet sort of fort setup, but I'm not sure how she didn't pass out by this stage because I'm probably going to have to do a bibbity bobbity and return to you, um, having you know breathed some breath, some real air that's not recycled. So um, yeah. Give me two and a half seconds, I'll be back with you, um, you know, shortly after. Hello again. 
Um, it's funny that it feels like the first bibbidi bobbidi, first true bibbidi bobbidi in a long time. Um, <laughs> oh, it was funny, like when someone, uh, I think it was uh, Dylan Killeen. I feel like I keep. I feel like I'm saying this. I feel like I'm saying a second name wrong, and no one has the heart to tell me I'm saying it wrong. But anyway, uh, it was weird hearing kind of him refer to the Bibbidi Bobbidi <laughs> and others, Young George, because um, obviously, I I've I kind of walk around in life assuming that the podcast is just very much purely my secret thing <laughs> you know like my little perversion the thing that i do under the cover of darkness and not really anyone knows about it and then to have someone uh, you know know what the bibbidi bobbidi is i mean i expect out of young george he's you know well versed with the bibbidi bobbidis but you know i'd only really just met dylan <laughs> and uh yeah it was funny and it, it's almost like kind of having the um you know in fact having met all of those guys they all sort of had these they all knew little references about from the podcast it was scary uh yeah it's almost like maybe like being in the truman show except for the fact that i signed up you know i made the truman show <laughs> you know i'm putting it out every week and then being surprised that it's out there i guess so um yeah but it's funny um i'm back under the uh the duvet so i've i took a few breaths we'll see how we we get on um it's funny really i haven't I haven't got much to talk about outside of you know recent events and one of them is the fact that today is a bank holiday i believe it's the may day bank holiday but you know i'll be honest with you i don't really keep track of the uh, you know the actual meanings behind the bank holidays they seem to kind of creep up as well on me um like i booked the i booked thursday friday off prior to this um and i ended up with five days off on the spin and weirdly it doesn't feel like five days <laughs> which is uh you know a bit of a shame i i ended up doing quite a lot of things saw quite a lot of people and 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 the like but um ultimately i think what's really killed me here is that today this bank holiday it has just been, you know, essentially just Monday encapsulated in, you know, weather format. Um, blistering winds and, you know, uh, rain that's not even remotely pleasant. You know, sometimes there's, a, there's that rain that just comes down straight and heavy. You can kind of walk around in in your in your most robust coat, and you know maybe feel like you're in a film. Whereas the problem with like Manx weather fronts are that there is really no gentle weather. Like 
it, it never really rains pleasantly over here. It, you get it very occasionally, probably more so in you know the height of summer. I'm thinking maybe after like a long day of sun or a long overcast day and and the clouds just sort of accumulate to a point where they become too heavy and the rain just falls and 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 the wind is so flat that there there is really nothing and it just you know it just cascades down and it's I don't know it's quite nice to be in not that I ever really actively go out in it it's just it's a nice it's it's nice to think that i would <laughs> um but yeah the problem we have here is that it's very rare so i could have gone outside today you know hoping to kind of be um you know brooding and um like i'm in a film but you kind of can't even you don't even really get that time to think that you are because the wind is so intense that it kind of just, you know, buffets in your eardrums and you can't even hear yourself think. Um, it's quite intense. So, you know, I, I woke up about half nine and genuinely, I don't know what I did today. I did about a 12 hour stint pretty much uh i would say will take an hour basically an hour for food that is going to be brunch and dinner i didn't really have breakfast went down and had lunch and that was like a cheese it was like a sort of double cheese thing uh well not a thing it was a double cheese like toasty grilled cheese um which had like some uh i liked a, a goat's cheese mix almost like a a bit like a goat's cheese um what's the uh, a bit like a goat's cheese quiche in a way but i don't actually think there's any egg in it but yeah i mean that was a terrible description but we, yeah, we kind of had like a goat's cheese mix that had some like veg and stuff in it. So I got my bread and I kind of spread that on the bottom layer. Goat's cheese is a weird one for me. It's a strong taste. It makes me feel a bit sick if I have it too, you know, if, if, if the, if the strong, if the taste is, sorry, too strong for me. Um, so I can kind of have it in small batches, you know, for flavor, um, and, and no more really. And, um, so I kind of spread it quite thinly on the bottom of the, the bread that I was using. And then I kind of just, you know, threw on some normal kind of you know, mild cheese on top of that, grilled it down. Lovely. Um, and I kind of had these sweet tomatoes I kind of cut up nicely, uh, like diced them put some sugar, salt, water, oh no, no, sugar, salt, cider vinegar, and a bit of mayo in there, kind of just created a bit of a sauce, oh, and sriracha, and it, yeah, it was kind of like a tomato-y, chili, no, tomato-y, yeah, tomato-y, chili, sort of sweet mayo, it was nice, um, 
so I had that for lunch and then uh, had uh, chili, chili con carne for dinner. Decent. Anyway, and the chili con carne was like a microwave, so really none of that would have taken much more than an hour, uh, you know, all in. Um, and then outside of that, I was just in my room, like, completely and utterly procrastinating on my phone um and you know i could have spent most of today well not most of today but i could have spent like some of the earlier you know hours of the day working on the podcast or you know thinking about maybe what i was going to talk about in the podcast but for some reason i was just like today just was completely dead time i'm not quite sure how that's happened because normally like a day like today is kind of built for me. Um, you know, I, I'm not the most uh, social creature. I like my own time very much. Um, but I do feel a bit, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's the fact that it's been taken out of my hands. Um, like, I like. There's nothing more that I like than being inundated with social uh, invitations and then being able to just say no to all of them and shutting my door, closing the curtains and going to bed at half ten. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Um, But today's kind of not really, it's not really been an option. Basically, everyone's kind of been just sort of inside and doing whatever it is that they're doing. I mean, I'm assuming most people are fairly, um, you know, active on a day like today. I just couldn't, I just couldn't be asked. Couldn't be asked for a walk, couldn't be asked for a run, didn't want to go get wet, get hypothermia. Um, yeah. Haven't even had a shower. Haven't brushed my teeth yet. I'll brush them before I go to bed. I can't really go to bed without brushing my teeth, which is weird. But I can go about my day without brushing my teeth, especially if my day is going to, you know, take place entirely in the um, the 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 four meter by four meter space that is my room. It's probably not even four meters. No, it might be. I think that's probably a reasonable shower. Actually, thinking about it, um, yeah. It's odd though, isn't it? It's odd that I knowingly let that happen. Like, I played on my Xbox for probably about three hours today. And it's the first, you know, I haven't played on my Xbox at all for weeks, months. Um, and I haven't I haven't played on my Xbox for like a three-hour stint for much longer than that. Like, easily three months, I would have thought. Um, and... I don't even know if I particularly enjoyed it. Um, and it's it's odd. The whole thing is odd. I don't understand how this has happened. How could you let this... Uh, <laughs> how could I let this happen? Um, the day just felt lost. As soon as I saw the weather. And I knew it was coming. But the day just felt lost. And I kind of let it be lost even more. Like, I haven't watched a film that I wanted to watch. I haven't watched more of The Office, which I'm trying to finish. Um, 
you know, just found myself kind of, you know, um, feeding into all my worst habits, like eating tuck biscuits. Good God. I've eaten an awful lot of them this evening. Um, I've had them with Philadelphia, had them with mayo, had them with butter, had them in, I think I've had them with all three as well. And I have remorse for that. I do have remorse for that. Tomorrow I'm going to have to punish myself a bit. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know what the phenomenon is. It's almost like, um, it's almost like I've had a free hit and I've kind of been, um, you know, I'm almost affronted by the fact that it's a free hit and I'm kind of like, oh, you can just keep it. I'll just waste it. And I'm disappointed in myself. I feel, feel bad about it, but I'm not sure what I should have been doing. So maybe I shouldn't beat myself up. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, what are you supposed to do on a day like today? Maybe you can tell me because I'm lost. I'm a lost soul. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do a bibbidi bobbidi. We'll be back very shortly for, uh, the last part. <laughs> Hello. Um, the duvet fort is a difficult thing to manage. Um, took my head out there for a second and had a good breathe and allowed my face to um, get cold again or at least not raging hot. And um, yeah gonna have to think about this for further productions because i thought i might pass out in the last uh, section <laughs> which you know i can only assume um you know might explain the the content as well for you so i apologize um one thing that did happen i think it was yesterday was it i don't know i don't watch it but line of duty finished now line of duty is a television show. Um, and that's about it, really. <laughs> no, it's a television show about police or something, and they're corrupt. And someone called, like, H or M, one of I think it's H. Um, oh, and there was a character that young George wants to live with who's, like, a, you know, a druggie who's got a bad back, and he calls everyone mate which, to be honest, I'm fairly sure we already work with people like that. So, um, you know. Uh, yeah, not sure why young George is the way he is, but, you know, we, we love him nonetheless. He's a, he's a good lad. Um, he, just, he did just say Jay, Jay from the Inbetweeners at the end there anyway. He'd want to live with Jay from the Inbetweeners, and I could see that happening. <laughs> They'd be a good double act. Anyway, this isn't the Young George show. Um, but he is someone that does watch Line of Duty or did watch Line of Duty. And the reason I say did watch Line of Duty is because it finished. It was the finale, I believe. Although they're probably going to have another series because that's how TV works. Um, and it made me think, why is it that 
television shows tend to have underwhelming endings so frequently because I often think about kind of a lot of the shows that I've listened to over the years. I'm going to just get rid of the duvet for... I've got rid of it. I thought I was going to be sick there. I'm sorry if it's affected the uh, the sound quality, but, you know, I had to get rid of it. I thought I was going to be sick and pass out <laughs> at the same time. And you can't be doing that for your podcast. Um, you know, there's many things I'd do for you all, but I, I wouldn't, I won't die. I won't die. Um, oh, that's the old. Um, God, that's embarrassing. Um, yeah, Line of Duty finished. <laughs> Line of Duty finished, and um, we. Yeah, 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 sorry. Line of Duty finished, and it made me think: Why are TV shows generally underwhelming in their in their finales. Things off the top of my head that I can think of are Game of Thrones. Even though, to be honest, myself, I didn't hate it. I'm not quite sure what everyone wanted. You know, was it as good as the early seasons? Did it have the same zest? No. But they just had too much to do and not enough time, weirdly. Game of Thrones, they probably just should have made 14 seasons, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they couldn't. So they didn't. And they sort of rushed it at the end. Everything kind of just was a bit... Mm, and, um, yeah, some people hated it. But, you know, they still made loads of money, so fair play to them all. Um, Amelia Clark still has my heart, and that's what matters. Um, what else was there? Dexter, I've not seen, but I've heard grumblings. Um, Lost is a big one that I hear about. People don't like Lost. Um, and, I mean, really, there's only... People talk about Breaking Bad finished well, and that's kind of one of the only ones that I can really think of that I've heard people say that was a satisfying ending. Even, even a show like Broadchurch which you may or may not have heard, depending on where you're from, you know, big up Sweden, the 6% of my listenership from Sweden. You, you probably haven't seen Broadchurch, and if you have, brilliant. Um, yeah, the first series of Broadchurch is fantastic, and I don't even know how it ends because it just got not very good, um, which probably is outside of the point that I'm making here. <laughs> I don't know. In fact, I think it might be that the end of series one, which I always felt was the ending in reality, because from then on it kind of wasn't the same. Oh, God. I always I felt like the ending wasn't very good. I can't remember why, but I think I just didn't feel, it didn't feel quite right for me. Possibly because I wanted an actual ending and it wasn't. So I thought it should be a one series thing, but it wasn't. And they left uh, loose ends that needed to be tied up in the next series. And I was like, actually, no, I'm out. So I was disappointed there. 
Um, sorry, just the cat's woken up and I thought she was going to be sick. <laughs> anyway, um, she looks like she's in a bad dream. <laughs> sorry. She looks very weird. I think she's just annoyed that I'm doing the podcast next to her. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, and so I guess the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I think a lot of people are kind of thinking, you know, why did Line of Duty have to end like this? What, you know, how's this happened? It was brilliant. It's the best thing ever. I haven't watched it, you know. It's an interesting thing as well because I don't understand how, you know, how has everyone been watching Line of Duty this whole time? And it seems as though in the past few weeks, maybe five weeks, it's become this big deal and everyone in the world is watching it. And they're like, what? See, I haven't seen the previous three series of it. No, no, I haven't. I'm literally catching up with the US office, which must have finished 10 years ago. And then once I've finished watching The Office, I have to watch Succession, and I have to watch Ted Lasso, and then I have to watch all the films that I haven't watched that I need to watch. Then maybe I might watch The Sopranos, and then possibly The Wire, then maybe Breaking Bad, then maybe um, Lost up until, you know, knowing that the ending's going to be bad. Maybe Dexter. People like Dexter. Californication I gave a chance, and I thought David Duhavni, or whatever he's called, Duchovny. Didn't like him. Didn't like the cup of his cut of his jip, the cup of his jit. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I haven't watched Line of Duty, and I don't think I will because, you know, I used to watch The Bill when I was younger, and I think I've kind of filled my quota of British police TV. Um, but. I suppose the idea of it ending in a in a way has made me think about why it is that TV shows generally get a lukewarm reaction to the way that they finish. And I suppose there's a few variables at play. One of them is that when a TV show gets huge and its following expands beyond the realms of cult following wherein kind of i guess the cult following generally will have an agreed um you know narrative strand by which they're all kind of you know following and and invested um whereas when you when when there's millions of people watching something I suppose like Game of Thrones, but also Line of Duty, I guess. Uh, especially when there is some sort of mystery, because it sounds as though this, this H, H, sorry, not H, it's H. Um, sounds like that was the mystery, this person is a mystery. Whenever there is a mystery and it's supposed to be resolved, um, you know, the the fact that it's a mystery means that you know, there was there would have been room for manoeuvre in terms of, you know, 
how the mystery could be resolved. So people then obviously build the picture in their heads, they build the story in their heads, and then if their imagined um, resolution isn't realized, then it's naturally disappointing to them because that's logically how it works in their head. Um, of course, you can kind of tell the story in such a way that the actual ending is still satisfying, but I think deep down it will still kind of land in a kind of jagged way. Um, so there's that. But then in addition, and I think possibly just in, which might be the, I think this might be the most prevalent point is that television in a way is kind of not really built to end its strength is in its relentlessness um people love to binge watch television and series like that's why people love it no one loves it for the resolution um for the for the overall arc of the story people like tv shows and series for the for the one hour itch that it scratches or a 20 minute you know little hit um and you know the overall ending can stick in a breaking bad way but ultimately people are still left wanting for more wanting for more it, it, it passes and that's where you end up with things like Better Call Saul and then the, the film which I believe was El Camino I think it was which I think was met fairly lukewarmly by people because probably you know I think you, you either I think it just needs to kind of have some threads by which you know, people can kind of draw their own conclusions and then find their own satisfaction from it. Um, I'm not sure you can ever, you know, really satisfy everyone when you have a massive global following, um, which is obviously going to be a difficulty for me uh, 15 years down the line and this podcast is is huge and I'm going to have to end it because you know my wife at the time wants me to spend more time with the kids or um, you know she wants me to build the workshop or something that I've been saying I would do for many years and I'm going to have to tell her look I can't end the podcast because it's not possible <laughs> um, it's a weekly thing and people need it I need it, um, but yeah, uh, and that's the problem with TV, is that people don't want it to end, whether or not they will admit it, they don't want it to end, um, and that's where it's diff different to films, you know, a great film is a great film because it has, a, it has an arc, and you're expecting that arc. And when you're watching a film, you you are generally watching. <laughs> when you are watching a film, you are watching something that's one and done. Generally, something that's written for the screen and written in such a way that it is a 
satisfying watch. Whereas a TV show is, yes, written in such a way that it's a satisfying watch. But if it's massively successful, it will last for years. And then at that point, you find writers move on, cast members move on, and ultimately then the the kind of the soul of the product that initially made it huge in the first place is not quite there, or at least it's almost like a shell of itself, or, you know, it's uh, it's masquerading as something it once was. And then it's, yeah, it peters out. And I think that's kind of the the you know the, the 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 tragedy of a great tv show is that it might actually always be doomed um to be somewhat disappointing in the end um so if you liked line of duty and you were disappointed by the end you know don't worry don't worry it's not the only one that's that's ever been disappointing and i think you know, like there'll be another show. There'll be another flavor of the month this time next year. That's massive. I mean, and and we'll all love that instead. And I'll watch it. You know, three, four, five, six years in the future, um, on my own time, and uh, you know, have no one to talk about it to because everyone's moved on with their lives. Yeah. It's difficult, really. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's roughly about it. <laughs> we've uh, you know we've managed to survive the the, the duvet tent, almost like a gas chamber that was. Um, so I'm glad I'm alive and we're still here and we're going. Um, have a lovely week ahead. Um, Fortunately, because it was a bank holiday, I suppose it's a short week. That's a positive to take. Um, I'll be back again as normal. Um, you you stay sticking it to the man and all that stuff. Um, and as I said before, we're one year into the podcast, and we're gonna we're never stopping. So, thank you for joining on the ride. And if you think you know anyone else that might enjoy the ride, by all means, give them a shout, point them my way, <laughs> tell them it gets better, even if you don't believe it. And uh, yeah, we'll have a right old jolly time. Um, and who knows, there'll be more roundtables on the way, so you don't even necessarily need to always listen to me. And um I have spoken to a number of people who I think are uh, relatively keen on appearing on the podcast at some stage. Might not even be in a roundtable format. Might just be a discussion with. Excuse me. So there's that. We can all be excited about that. Um, But yeah, thanks very much for listening as ever. Remember to be kind to yourself, though, and be kind to other people because it's important. Yeah. Goodbye.